Here's a key to sales in my opinion. All right, here, is, all right let's go. It's just learn to say anything in pure confidence and don't back down. My, my sales manager didn't really like that I was into that kind of mindset. So I so I'm gonna prove it to you. I'm gonna show up to a lady's house that has a pool. I'm gonna tell her I'm the pool boy she ordered and she's gonna show me around the pool. Go to the front door, knock, knock, knock. I just wanted to prove him wrong. I didn't want to sell, I wanted to prove this guy wrong. Yeah. I go, hey, I'm your pool boy. And I don't budge. She's like, I, my husband said so. Yeah, I think my husband did it, come on in. <laughs>
I don't have a million followers and it's been a month. It's like, okay. Okay, you're right, gonna have a, you're gonna have a hard time no matter what you do in your life. That's so true. I mean, like, we did get to this, like, because I, you know, the overnight well, and, and I knew it. I had a friend of mine who was who was pretty big on TikTok, had a you know, had like a million followers or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, even for him it was like it didn't happen overnight and it just doesn't uh-huh. happen. I mean, he had like one big one. Like early on, he had like a really viral moment where he had like 10 million views or whatever. But even that didn't really get him a lot of followers. And because it happened so early, you know, he mentioned to me that that was almost like a detriment to him because he thought that that was like the norm. You know what I mean? Mm. He got real lucky on one video. I mean, and I don't want to say lucky because he, he, yeah. it was a good video, but like, you know, it doesn't, that's not the norm, right? You, you hope for like a couple at a time and then you kind of go from there, right? Yep. Yep. And I mean, that is, that is the norm. You know, what is luck? Luck is <laughs> giving yourself the best chances to succeed, right? Yeah. And luck takes a long time to build up, man. <laughs> it takes a long time. You know, you feel lucky. Like when I'm hosting yeah. the Grammys, you know, I, did, I just did the, I just did the red carpet for the Grammys and it's like, uh-huh. that kid's lucky. He just has 9 million followers. It's like, if somebody called you to do the Grammys, would you even know how to talk to the camera? Would, you know, would you even know hey. how to interview somebody? No, you wouldn't. That's a because great I spent point. the past six years building up for that lucky opportunity. Absolutely, of doing oh, I podcasts love that, and interviewing people. Right, so it's like luck is true. I, I believe in luck, but you got to work for it. <laughs> yeah, it's got to. It's all. It all has to come together at the right time. You know what, man? I really, I really like that you said that because I, I do that as well. Like. Um, when I'm talking with like, you know, my podcast is around business owners, but like mm-hmm. seeing creators in, in like your space is like really inspiring because it just hits to my point, which is like you like with the internet nowadays, I really do believe that there's a million ways to make money and you can get it done. Mm-hmm. But I like what you said because, um, you know, my same analogy, like the analogy that I would use is similar to yours is like how many lottery winners are still millionaires. Mm-hmm. And the right. answer is zero. Right. <laughs> it's right. like you can't you can't get a million dollars and not you know what I mean? Right. Out of the blue. You just right. you don't know how to take care of it. You don't know how to like work for it. And uh yep. and, and and so I feel like it's the same because that's a great how was that by the way? On the red Grammy, carpet of the yeah, Grammys. Gram, man? Grammys is nuts. <laughs> I was doing interviews on red carpet for the Grammys. Um for how, their, how did you get that? TikTok. Um my dad Oh for the Grammys TikTok. Okay. For the Grammys TikTok, yeah. My okay. my dad knows the uh, CEO of the Recording Academy, which owns the Grammys, and we put in a bid, and I pitched CBS, I pitched the Grammys, and then somehow my dumbass made it on the red carpet. I was lucky. <laughs> no, was dude. Lucky. You, well, but you, I but you got for it at all. I was so lucky. <laughs> what was that? What was so? That's interesting. So you had to pitch yourself to be to to do that for that. Oh yeah. How was that whole process? Like, what was that like for you? It was, it was amazing. It was, um, so what kind of things did they ask you to do? Yeah. So the Grammys is a very interesting story. I pitched the people at the Grammys, their marketing team, their activation team. They <laughs> said the the Grammys team said, we like this, but we're going to have to pitch CBS and CBS said, no, CBS oh, okay. said, we don't, we want nothing to do with TikTok." So, um, most, I would say, you know, a hundred out of a hundred people would probably take that authority and walk away from it, but not me. I said, well, I don't want to give up on this until until I talk with CBS myself. And they wow. said, okay, we can try to set up a call. Next thing you know, I'm on a, a Zoom with the big wigs at CBS, 
and I'm trying my hardest to, to get the sale. I, I remember the turning point of the conversation. I said something really stupid and it made the guy laugh and he kind of started opening up to me. Um, <laughs> within a couple of weeks, they, they, they signed on. The thing that really sold them was, look, give me all access passes and you won't ever hear from me. You don't have to worry about me. Don't even buy me a hotel. Don't even buy my plane ticket. I'm flying myself down there. You don't have to worry about me at all because again, getting lucky means you know that these companies don't want to have to worry about more more people. They're, they're, right. Their heads are already chopped. They're running around with their heads chopped off. They don't want to have to worry about me. So by me saying, just give me access, I'll, I'll do the rest, was really big for them. No other influencer in the world is saying those things. Every other influencer is worrying about what <laughs> hotel they're staying at. It's like, are you shitting me? Go buy the cheapest hotel and get your ass to the gig. Who cares about a hotel and a flight? Even my dad is like, make sure that they're paying for your flight. I'm like, screw that. Give me the gig. Oh, yeah. I'll buy my own damn flight. I don't care. So <laughs> influencers yeah. get influencers get caught up on the wrong things. And um, so I was really, uh, it's, a, you know, it's a stamp of success for me that I was able to turn uh, CBS into a sale. Um, we'll get into this later, but content creation mm -hmm. is only sales. It's, it's not being creative. I love, well, yeah, man. And I, you know what? I learned that too, because my history is in sales, like sales for 10 years. And, uh, yeah, doing this podcast has only made it easier for me, but that's great, dude. And you know, what's funny about that story is there's an old saying, I mean, and you probably know it, but like, and most people probably know it, but like, if you can get someone to laugh in a sales mm -hmm. conversation, mm -hmm. you're like halfway there, man. Halfway there. Yeah. Now we can roll, dude. Yeah. I mean, like it's not all the way, but you're pretty freaking close and you better close yeah. the deal. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even pitch the deal until we had a joke, you know? Oh, heck yeah, dude. So, Crack them up a little bit. I can't Open even remember what <laughs> That's it was so insignificant cool. at the point, but when I yeah. at the time, but when I look back, now, I'm like, now, now, there's a really cool part of your story that I that I also have the same mindset on, but I get a lot of flack, like from my wife, a lot, mm -hmm. you know, because I'll have like I've had opportunities to interview big people, and I'll just take them. Like I don't know how we're gonna do it, I don't know how we're gonna get it done. We're gonna do it, you know. You mentioned getting to the Grammys. You're like, dude, if you just give me the opportunity i'll make everything else work i don't care if you pay for my flights or hotel and you said your dad gave you a little guff for that did anybody else and, and how did you handle that um i lie i lie to everybody now because <laughs> why the hell are you caught up on who's paying yeah. for my hotel yeah <laughs> Every, everybody you say is like well are you getting taken care of it's like yeah dude i'm at the grammys bro way. the check <laughs> could buy me ten thousand hotels <laughs> I'll pay for one. You know, yeah. the check could pay for hotel rooms for the rest of my life. I can, <laughs> I can worry about this one. So when, yeah, when, when people ask me like, why well, are they, are they, you know, are you covered? I just say, yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're paying for everything. I mean, essentially they are, they're giving me a paycheck. Right. Yeah, exactly. But get, because see, that's how I do this a lot. Like when I interview people, like, you know, when we were doing, when I was putting, when we were putting this interview together, yeah. I was basically like, look, whenever he says he's ready to roll, you just let me know. We'll yeah, roll, man. Yeah, Cause like, exactly. you know, you just don't say no to this stuff. It's like, yeah. well, you know, you, you know, you're the host. It's like, bro, we're trying to make a, we're trying to make this work, dog. Yeah. We can't be a cop work, all this stuff, that's, that's so cool. That's, that's the biggest portion of the job is just making it work. 
Absolutely. So, okay. So we've got, we, that's a really cool story. I'm sure to come up again, but I love to, I'd love to hear just like how you started. Cause it, you know, from your LinkedIn, it looks like a lot of marketing background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I read in your Utah business article that you tried to do some comedy on, mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I love that dude. Um, but tell us like all the way at the beginning, like, is this something you thought you were always going to do? Like is entrepreneurship something you're always going to do? Or like, how, how was this journey for you? Yeah, man. I want to put this out into the world. Whoever's listening to this, I think there's a niche group of people. Maybe it's everybody, but <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't get this from a lot of people. There are some of us living on this earth who are constantly thinking we have a greater purpose. We have mm-hmm. a, a greater destiny. You might not know what it is, but you probably it, are... Wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it's you, you might be thinking to yourself, I was born to do something big. That was me my whole entire life. It's not being cocky. It's not even being confident. It was just this little birdie in the back of my head that was always telling me, you need to be doing something bigger with your life. And that that was my whole thing. So like when I was working my nine to fives, which I did most of my life, every single day I'd be at the job, my boss would say something to me and I'd be like, I'm meant to be something greater than this. (laughs) This is not where I'm supposed to be. So with that said, in 2015, the quick version of my story is, yes, I always wanted to be an online content creator and entertain millions, right? I didn't know what that would look like. In 2015, picked up my first camera, started filming corporate jobs, and then I started filming action sports, which that was the first iteration of London Labs, was just doing crazy shit outside, random things like, we went longboarding in the middle of the night and we had glow sticks attached to the bottom of the board. That was it. That was the concept. I just wanted to do crazy stuff. Then I started to realize that I was funny or that I thought I was funny and uh, that didn't work. I, I did hundreds of comedies on YouTube and, and Instagram like you probably read about and nobody watched, nobody cared. Um, I don't know if I just was not funny or if I just didn't understand how to market myself, right? How to sell myself. But through that journey, I had, I had started a a few businesses of my own, which all failed horribly. Um, my first one was sticky sounds. It was a Bluetooth speaker that worked with any GoPro mount, ran that into the ground. Uh, pretty, pretty hard. Uh, I was 21, had no idea what marketing was, right? So around, um, what was it, 2017, 2018, I got hired at an ad agency that is now one of the biggest ad agencies here in Utah. And through that journey spent, you know, hundreds of million dollars between creative and uh, paid media. So I, I really started to see how humans are making money online and how the biggest brands in the world function. And that's kind of the last piece of information I needed to attack social media full time. So through that, uh, when I was working the nine to five agency job, and which is a grind, I was also grinding on TikTok. TikTok came out. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna give this social media influencing thing one last go. In March of 2020, I posted my first TikTok and I just decided to send it. I did three a day for that whole month and had 100,000 followers at the end of the month. And I was, sh- <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, if I ever reach 200K, I'll, I'll be happy. I can die happy, you know? <laughs> I then proceeded to post three times a month for 18 months, and I didn't miss a day. Yeah. 
I didn't miss a single day. At the end of that 18 months, I think I had 3 million, three and a half million followers. And that's when I started to put my marketing knowledge to the test, uh, quit my job and and went full-time. And so I've been full-time since the end of mm-hmm. 2020. Um and have you know made a made a really a really good life for myself and far as far as where I thought I'd end up. I don't think I'm there yet. I think mm-hmm. that I think um, getting a few million on YouTube will put me to where I always have dreamed of, and that's what I'm working on now. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, if if you don't understand marketing as an influencer, it's just going to get harder and harder because the cre- the creator economy. You know, I almost dare to say is more inflated than the dollar. Um, there's way too many. There's way too many wannabe creators. There's way too many people who are doing it for the wrong reason. And there's just way too many creators in general. Not a, like now, you just have to stand out at an even bigger level. So that's that's always my goal yeah. is to stand out and make people happy. Yeah, dude, you're getting really big on on YouTube. You've done a couple of those crazy uh, Fortnite at top of Mount Timpanogos. Yeah, you were in the you were in Lake Powell. Was that Lake Powell or was that at the time? Uh, that, that was Utah Lake. That was Utah Lake. Uh, okay, yeah, Utah Lake. So that video comes out in a week, two weeks. Okay, um, cool. Yeah, I saw I saw the preview for it. I yeah, thought that was yeah, dope, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, you uh, what else, what else? I mean, you wore fifty shirts for fifty days. Fifty shirts for fifty hours. Oh, fifty hours. I would have okay. killed myself if it was fifty days. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I man, I got. I got dyslexia. I got dyslexia, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like freak, dude. Hey, if that's I what gets that, you I'm, to click on the video. Right. I'm, I'm happy. That's right, man. Well, and so and so that that brings up an interesting point because you have a lot of this now in kind of like even like the. Uh, you know, even in just the marketing world in general, you have this like short form via long form content. Yeah. Right. right. And I know that like, and it's almost like you have to have both, but you're kind of also, so you start on TikTok, you're also moving to YouTube. What, I mean, what's the value of long form? Like take us through that whole process of yep. like how you decide what's short form, what's long form, where you go from there. Yep. There's a really good example of this floating around the internet right now. That's got me riled mm-hmm. up. So long form, <laughs> long form content uh, creates what's called a parasocial connection. You've, you might've heard of this, a parasocial connection is, so yeah, Dalton, let's say you were doing all this research about me, you consumed all of my content, and in your brain, you developed a friendship. Yeah. We've, we've never talked. I don't know <laughs> you, I don't know your story, you, 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 you think you know me, yeah. you've now, yeah. I'm not saying that happened, but I'm, I'm giving that an example. I'm saying, yeah. oh, London, it, you know, London is so cool. For example, I'll be the first to admit, I have a parasocial connection with a lot of YouTubers, one being Logan Paul. I watch a lot of Logan Paul. I like what he's done. I like his rebrand and I'll watch his stuff. Does yeah. he know who I am? No. Do I feel <laughs> like we're friends? Kinda. <laughs> Kinda, right? So that's what yeah, long yeah. form, that's what long form does. Now, short form, Short form gets at the minimum your face out into the world. But for example, I get recognized pretty much everywhere I go nowadays. My channel's done a billion views. And I'm not saying that to be a cocky asshole. I'm saying that to <laughs> prove the point that when anybody comes up to me, they go, you're, you're on TikTok. And I go, yeah, man, what's up? What's your name? And they go, what's your name? That happens. Oh. They, know, they know my face. They don't know my name. Yeah. So... Now, now put that in reverse. When Mr. Beast, when Mr. Beast walks around, people go, holy shit, it's Mr. Beast. (laughs) They don't go, 
They don't go, that's the guy from YouTube, right? Because people have a yeah. parasocial connection with, with Mr. <clears throat> Beast. So that's, that's the difference. Now, in order to sell products and in order to get the biggest brand deals on in the world, you have to have created parasocial connections. And TikTok mm. is not the platform for parasocial connection. It is the top of the funnel that will get your name and your idea and your content out there. And then if you're smart, you funnel that to YouTube to really create brand loyalty and parasocial connections with people. And yeah. that's when you take advantage of the parasocial connection is you start selling products. So yeah. that's, the, that's the funnel. No, that no, that's perfect, man. Because that's what I, I mean. Like when I got into podcasting, so I got into podcasting like three years ago. Mm. Um, it was in my kitchen. It was like all, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was uh, yeah. the same story, right? Everybody has, but it's funny because as I started getting more into, more into podcasting, I, I learned the importance of video and marketing and things like that. And, but, but it's so true because people have to go to a place where like you give them, you give them this, the commercial and then they got to go to a place to get like context because it's mm -hmm. no fun to see a creator like an, and not have any kind of context into like what they're doing or like what their beliefs are mm -hmm. or, you know, like Logan Paul's a great one. Like I, I, I do, I agree. Like he's got a stellar podcast and it's almost like most of his content now is around the podcast. It's all podcasts um, now. Yep. It's yeah. It's, it's all, what is that impulsive or whatever, impulsive, yep. but it, but it, but it's like, it, it you know, it, it kind of just forms that, that idea that like you have, you start with this pillar piece of content. So like some people do it, you know, your way, right. Which, and I don't think there's any wrong way to do it, mm -hmm. but like go TikTok and then go YouTube or start with YouTube and then go, go like TikTok. to these TikToks. Right. Um, but I think you have to have both. And like, I don't yeah, know why there's both. such a, I don't know why there's such a fight over, man, the people are like vehemently arguing and I'm like, yeah. what the heck is it's going stupid. on, man? It's stupid. <laughs> And the yeah. best example of this, Brody Wellmaker, just, he's oh. just pissing me off. He, I, I think he, What happened? I, I think he's just, uh, again, great creator, horrible salesman. He just does not, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Anyway, yeah. he has, he has uh, 20, 21 I love Brody. million. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people love him. I don't like yeah, him, I like not a guy. fan. But, <laughs> um, right, fair enough. He, he, has 21 million, <clears throat> he has 21 million followers and he, he spends all this money on this short film. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. I mean, I saw some of his so, TikToks like I'm leaving or whatever, and I'm like, I don't yeah, know this is. dude, it's part of the business, you <laughs> dumbass. Like, I'll say it. And, and if he wants to box, let's box. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so he spends 40K on a short film, which for the record is absolutely nothing to spend for, yeah, on a project like say. that. Like, if you're not in over yeah. 100K, don't even talk. But. I, I agree. Spent well, just forty thousand on this short film, and only fifty people showed up. I'm leaving TikTok. Like, bro, the reason why only fifty people showed up is because of the point I just proved, which is you have zero yeah. parasocial connections. People yeah. love your content; they don't love you. Yeah, they don't. Now, if you had twenty-one million people on YouTube. Oh. 21,000 oh. people would have showed up to that premiere or and more. paid yeah. or more. So Brody yeah. grow up, bro. Yeah. Like that's such a and, good and point, dude. And then he blames his fans. Who are you, bro? <laughs> Who are you? Like if I did, uh, Hey, here's, here's London last merch. I'm leaving TikTok. Nobody bought my merch. This is because of you. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not.
Dude, I seriously can't. He, yeah. He's lost a lot of my respect because of because yeah. of the way he treated this, because of the way he treated the people that like him. Yeah. Well, and it's funny because like, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know the whole story and, but it, but it also goes to prove your point even more. Like I, I saw his TikTok where he was like, I'm leaving TikTok or whatever. And then I scrolled past it. Cause I was like, Oh, this isn't like Brody. Like I'm like, uh, yeah, right. As soon as I yep. realized it was serious, I'm like, ah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, okay. Uh, I, I do want to put a disclaimer on this before I get clickbaited. Um, he he did he did say it was for mental health issues, which I take serious. Great, take a break. Yeah, yeah, take a break. But yeah, dude, go ahead. just understand that your fans owe you absolutely nothing. They owe right, you dude. absolutely nothing. Create to create, and if you gain fans, you gain fans. But nobody yeah. owes you anything for making funny videos. So I well, and you know what? That's just part of it too. Is like is uh you know yeah do whatever you got to do but it's funny like two things that you mentioned the first one like the forty thousand for a short film I would assume that that's I mean, I couldn't think of like, if you had a videographer and then you had an editor for it, that's probably only 40 K not the uh, writers yeah, the or crew, anything behind yeah, the crew, it. Yeah, the, the crew, crew is the editing is going to add up quick. But again, yeah. again, to the average person, when you hear 40 K spent of your own money, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's what I make in yeah. a year for us. Creators 40 K is a bad month. And for yeah. somebody like Brody Wellmaker, 40 K should be an astronomically bad month for him. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. But I mean, you're right, though. I mean, it just goes to your point. He's not, <clears throat> he hadn't developed any relationships. Like, nobody really knew who he was. And that's why I like, I mean, that's why my medium is podcasting. So my medium is yeah, start on YouTube great medium. And, then, and then throw it out there because people can get to know me and like, you know, they'll know, they'll know you, but you're right, dude. Like the short form. I love, I love that. I mean, the parasocial connection. I mean, I learned something because, um, I didn't really put that together, but it's true. Like, I don't know who the, I, I you never know. He, yeah. For me, he was the guy imitating Bella f- off of, uh, yeah. for the hey, dude, for his long. content's funny. I, I, yeah, I, really, I, yeah. I laugh, I laugh, but it's like, <laughs> what's going on in his life. Now yeah. I don't show my life. I don't show behind yeah. the scenes of my life. I just show a lot more of me on my YouTube. And people mm, can go, yeah. I kind of like that London kid way more than they can do that on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you got, yeah. Because you like, yeah. Establish those connections. And I like right. how you, I, I like how this is just gets broken down because a lot of people see the creator economy and they're like, oh, I just had, you know, like, you know, like they, they may follow Brody and they'll be like, Hey, I gotta like, just make funny videos and then I'll go viral. Right. Yeah. But if you're not like building, like if you're not building a community around your brand, dude, you've got nothing, bro. You, you really have and nothing. That, yeah. And, and that's what, but that's like, so that's what a lot of people miss is like the, the community behind everything you got going on. I know you have a pretty big discord community. I mean, growing, 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 but yeah, um, growing. yeah, that's, that's a great place. Again, you just need several more touch points than TikTok can offer. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. It. A place where people can communicate, a place yeah. where people can meet each other. I mean, like, it's funny how this whole, like, the whole social media is kind of gone full circle because like it started, it was like, we can be in the world. And now it's kind of, we're coming back around, you know, 360 to like, uh, no guys, remember like it's really about community. And I'm like, well, we were saying that all along. You know what I'm saying, bro? (laughs) Yeah. Social media is always a circle. So when long form dies, short form rises when, and guess what? Short form. Yeah. uh, My prediction is TikTokers and TikTok. TikTok will obviously always be a thing. But it's yeah. going to go circle right back to long form YouTube content. And if you don't get ahead right now, which is why I'm taking this opportunity to leave my TikTok to the side for just a minute, I'm still posting there. I'm still creating TikTok. I love TikTok. Yeah. I love it as a platform. I love yeah. creating there. 
but I am full steam ahead on YouTube so that I'm not that dumbass TikToker who isn't around in two years. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true, man. It's true. That's, it's so true. Yeah, it's absolutely. True. That's crazy. So you, you, um, one, one of your stories that one, one part of your story that you mentioned that was really inspiring to me was, uh, you quit your job. Now you quit your job when you had a couple hundred thousand followers. Is that right? I had, I was about to hit a million. Ooh, well, that seems like a pretty safe time to do it. Yeah. Well, what was the hardest part about that transition? Was it you hard know, for you? Yeah. Well, I, I was so pumped to not have a boss. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I just, as a person, I'm just not yeah. built for a boss. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a team player. So in, in, yeah. in times of need, I will have a boss. Um, but I was not ready. Okay. So let me preface this. By the time I left, I think I was managing 40 employees. And just that, just that mindset of being a leader and providing for people and helping people be better and helping people grow within a company, I was not ready to be alone 24 seven. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I am married. My wife is a PA, so she works at the hospital every day. I, but that first day, like literally like I quit on a Monday or whatever and Tuesday <laughs> came and all of a sudden I'm alone. I'm like, holy shit, is it, this is what, Dreams are made of loneliness. <laughs> right, dude, yeah. So I went into the wow, darkest time man. of my life. Uh, my my marriage went completely downhill. Uh, everything fell apart. Just the mere fact that I wasn't being fulfilled socially, and I was, I oh. was not. I was not ready for that. Thank thank God, me and Paloma made it out of that marriage um, trial. Yeah, yeah. But you know, we're the best we've ever been now. But. Yeah, it was dark times, man. It was dark times. Yeah. Um, well, but go we're ahead. good now. Sorry, we're, no, we're, you. Good go now. we're good now. We're good now. Okay. <laughs> well, it was funny because so I'm listening to this. Like I do a lot of reading, um, and and I like to listen to a few of my a few of my mentors. You know, mm-hmm. I call. Oh, oh, funny enough, it's a para, parasocial connection. I have a lot of mentors that don't know they're my mentors. <laughs> you know that what I'm saying? Perfect. That's actually my next example. I'm going to give. Who? Yeah. Yeah, that, dude, that's so well said. Who who are your mentors in life that don't know they're your mentors? Yeah, they're your mentor. Yeah, like mine, like mine are like uh, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. Um, anyway, just a bunch of them. Jay exactly. Shetty. Jay Shetty. Sad yeah. Guru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, but Jay Shetty's talking, and he goes, or no, no, no. Excuse me, the guys that think media. Um, um, one of them. Yeah. Was what's t- his name? Um, Sean Cannell. Sean. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He, yeah. He's cool. I like. He's I like great. him a lot. Um, but he was talking and he was like, you know, failure is like the, the stepping stone for leadership. He's like the one where the one that gets people most is success. And it's funny because like, I, I, when he said that, I was like, damn, man, that's true. Like, you know, if every, anybody's ready for that, I'm ready to like start in my kitchen. I'm ready for no one to listen to my first hundred episodes. I'm all ready for that. But like when you're ready, like, like in your case, right. And, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like with your story, you were at a million followers, you had all the success. You were like, I'm ready to go. And that was, and that was the part that almost, it seems like almost kind of derailed you. But I mean, you obviously yeah, made totally. through it. You're obviously doing well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, was, but I was just not prepared for, for the success <laughs> for, for like, in a lot of ways. For yeah. The, yeah, in a, yeah, you could you just don't know, right? It's like that. It's like both of the examples we used earlier. It's like you don't know what you don't know, and if you like, you know, you're not ready for like, you got to have those plans in place. So that's very insightful, man. I love that. I, I think that that's crazy. Yeah, and and again, when you're when you're looking at influencers or online personalities, it, it's not all bright and shiny. 
There's sure. always something going on. They're they're humans. They're living, and their job is just yeah. to entertain you online. You know. Yeah. So. The, yeah. It it happened to me once, um, and I'm not like super. I'm not like big at, by any means, but like <laughs> you know, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like at a networking event one time, <clears throat> and it was actually for the company I worked for. And I was there on behalf of my company. Like I was like, my boss was there and like people Mm -hmm. were there and, and somebody got, and like four or five people come up and they're like, Hey, you're the guy from the thinking project. And I'm like, and then my boss is there. He's like, cause I don't really tell a lot. Like I used to not tell people. I used to just keep this on the low and I would just do it. Um, and he's like, you're the what? <laughs> I was like, oh shoot. Yeah. He's right. like, my employee has a life outside of my nine to five. That's no. exactly right, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh no. I was right. like, I'm going to lose my job, but it was, it all worked out. But like, that's what I wasn't ready for. I was like, oh shit. I totally forgot that like people actually listen to this sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, dude, I always forget that people watch my videos. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be at Target, you know, getting something. And, and, a, and a guy walks up to me. He's like, dude, I saw you try to chop off your balls in that video, man. That was funny. I'm like, oh, shit. People do watch this stuff. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. Hey, real quick. One of your videos, though, that got me. The one that got me was when yeah. you took the red wine and put it on your white Tesla, dude. Yeah. To yeah. see if Elon, I don't know if I could have done that, bro. Yeah. Were it you having? It, it doesn't stand. No. I, okay. That, dude, that Tesla's been through so much, bro. It's like <laughs> I'm, I'm immune to it. That's the one that got a lot of people, though. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> right. I, I worked in the auto industry for a long time. And I know like replacing leather seats is not a joke. People right. come up to me like the jeans stain it or whatever. And yep. they come up to me. They're like, I didn't know this was going to happen. And we're like, mm. Mm. <laughs> me either, actually. Spend more money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, crazy, man. That's crazy. So w- in your journey as a content creator, mm-hmm. um, what's what's been for you like the most eye opening lesson? Besides, yeah. Oh, go ahead. But but besides, like the you know, we talked a little bit about that success is coming into it. But like, like now that you're here, you're kind of settled in a little bit. You're working towards your goals. Like, where where what have been some of the most eye opening experiences? Smoke and mirrors. Everything's fake. Everything. Everything's fake, dude. Tell me more. Like, you think somebody's (laughs) successful? The only reason you think that is because they look successful. And when you when you show up to their businesses and you see how these things are ran, man, uh, pigeons pigeons could run some of these content creators' businesses better. Everything is fake. Everything's marketing. Like you have to understand that all the drama is all the internet drama is completely fabricated to some level. Like again, if Brody for whatever reason ever heard this podcast. He would understand that he should take me up on some of the things I said to create internet drama. There's yeah. never going to be beef between us, but again, that's what gets views. So you have to remember that everything is a false reality created by that content creator. That's why I refuse to be a vlogger. I only want to show things as they really are and not like, again, vlogging created this sense of this is how this person's life really is. What you don't understand is that guy has producers setting gigs up for him, setting bits up for him and all this stuff. So like smoke and mirrors, just realize that nothing you see online is reality. There are things that are close to it. But again, everybody's trying to um, make themselves look more successful than they are. I mean, I I can accuse myself of doing that, too. You know, well, I think we all I think we all do that a little bit, man. Yeah. 
Uh, I think we all try to like, you know, you try to make yourself, you try to create that scarcity. Like everybody's flocking to my shit. Nobody bought your shit, bro. <laughs> or like yeah, seriously. Or, or my favorite one is everybody's asking me about my diet. So here's my top five things I ate today. Nobody asked you that. <laughs> Not one person asked you what oh, your yeah. diet is. You know what my favorite one is, though? Along with that one, because that one's bullshit. Yeah, I hate that one, too. I was like, dude, <laughs> nobody did. You're totally right. But you know the one I hate the most? is you know, I was talking to my four-year-old yesterday, and he asked me what my life goals were and what I was going to do when I was 60. I was like, no, he did not. I have a four-year-old. He can't even wipe his ass, bro. No. <laughs> He's not no, asking it, you about exactly. your Exactly. So... <laughs> Just make the content to yeah. make the content. Yeah. Today oh. I asked myself, yeah. what, what am I going to do when I'm 60? Don't be like, <laughs> I got 37 <laughs> DMs asking me the same question randomly this morning. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, no, you didn't. I love that. But that's why I heard, I saw, I saw something super funny on LinkedIn or about LinkedIn. It was like LinkedIn's just turned into a bunch of, uh, they called it broetry. And I was like, I was like, oh shit. I, dude, I'm in, uh, I, I, I do a lot of broetry. I love LinkedIn, dude. I, I love LinkedIn. Yeah, I do too. Cause I, I use it for my comedy bit. Like I do, I'll do open, open mic at wise guys. So I go to, I go to LinkedIn for my comedy bits, dude. Yeah. I'm like this, some of this shit can't be real. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then no, some of it's it. actually really good. <laughs> you know what I can't stand about LinkedIn is like these dumbass family updates. I'm sorry if you've ever done a family update. No, I've I, never I, done a family update. I block those people immediately. Yeah. That's I think dumb. everybody has three strikes with me, but if you post a family <laughs> update on LinkedIn, all three strikes, you're blocked immediately. Like, like today was like, so great because I got out of the office and was able to spend time with my sweet <laughs> wife and my three kids. And that made me think life isn't about working a job. Nobody cares about <laughs> your family. We don't even know you. <laughs> that's it's so true though, dude. That's the broetry though. That's like my, yeah, that's like, uh, you know, I asked my, I don't know. I've just seen so many of those. Like my son asked me and I was like, no, he didn't, man. You were thinking you're writing <laughs> in a journal. Right, yeah. You were writing in your journal and you had an epiphany, dude. And that's beautiful. Just say that. Don't tell me that you think you can raise your kids better than me, dog. Cause I've seen four year olds, dude. They didn't do that. They're, yeah, they haven't I also, even rendered yet. They're yeah. I also, <laughs> I know. I also love the one. Yeah. My, everybody's asked me, nobody's asked you, dude. I get sick and tired <laughs> of all like the, cause I took a bunch of copywriting courses a long time ago. Yeah. And now I see all the hooks. Like they're all the same fucking hooks. Like all hooks, yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're all the same. We all like, went to the same class. Yeah. That's yeah. I just try to be funny on, I just try to be like yeah. today. I said top five reasons not to start your own business. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that one was and like, was you, like would, you always need a boss. <laughs> yeah. You all, or it's like, who, do, who the hell do I send this important pitch deck to? <laughs> Dude, I remember, bro. I remember that. I, I remember seeing my first pitch deck. I remember like everybody uses a deck. I was like, bro, that's, I'm about to, I'm about to start making fun of you. If you say that again, yeah. <laughs> like uh, yeah, pitch just deck. buzzwords, just any buzzwords. <laughs> pitch deck. Yeah. 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 I'm like, yeah. no, no, that's not real. You anyway. could walk into any room on this planet, and if you say pitch deck, you are the smartest person in that room. <laughs> I brought Just my by... pitch deck. <laughs> hey, guys, if... what do you guys think about pitch decks? Yeah. Like, you're immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. smart. 
Yeah, I'm going to start making fun of you for sure. <laughs> That's a quick way for me to start roasting you. That's funny, dude. I love that. We, we should we should uh we should make a list on LinkedIn like top 10 buzzwords that like ensure you'll be aroused. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them. Ensure arousal. Arousal. I know. I I talk about some of those on this on this podcast and I'll be like I'll be like, "Dude, please don't say culture to me. Please if your sentence <laughs> starts culture. with culture or value or a deck or I don't know what, you know, I'm like, please don't. ROI. Yeah. 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 Whatever. ROI positive. Yeah. 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 Triple net. Shut up. Triple net. Yeah. Get out of here, bro. I'm like, stop it. But that's, that's crazy. So listen, let me ask you this. You were talking about, you know, I think this is interesting because for a long time, people like I grew up in a town that didn't know what salespeople were. And Mm. so when you're talking about content creating as being like, you, you know, you're always selling. Mm. Um, is that how most of your brand deals come? I think I saw this on, on LinkedIn. Like you, you cold email and, yep. and, and DM yep, a lot of job. people. Yep. That's the job. Uh, cause even know. those guys don't know who you are. Do, do you have some people be like, you, you know, you, cause I'm sure you list your credentials in there. Here's why you would do it. Right. Yeah. 9 million, all that stuff. Yeah. And you go and people go, what? Like, I've never heard of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily the pitch, right? I'm not pitching. Sure. I'm not pitching any okay. like celebratory, like I'm not a celebrity. I'm not pitching. Hey, use my face to gain traction. I'm saying, okay. Hey, use my marketing expertise and my large following to gain Mm-hmm. Um, traction. Oh, I like that. But yeah, it's um, dude, it's all it's all cold calls. I'd say nine out of ten deals that we sign is because I sourced it myself. Wow. Dude, well, that's okay. I mean, let me break down the types of leads I have for you. Yeah. There's um, cold leads which I DM on Instagram and um, LinkedIn. And that's okay. when I introduce myself and introduce what I do. Yeah, okay. Cold lead, right? A warm lead is, hey, I saw your LinkedIn post. Let's talk. That oh, okay. happens a lot. So that's like in between outbound and inbound, right? That's like, right. I don't know. Would that be an inbound lead? And in, in, Yeah, I uh, guess it would be. An, yeah, it would be an inbound. It's like, let's inbound. talk. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, let's talk. So yeah, my inbound leads all come because... And now I do this on purpose. I I, I uh, talk about the success of my clients on LinkedIn and other people want to share that <laughs> success. So that's yeah. how I generate inbound. Um, and then uh, we always but you do a phone. lot of, but yep. you do a lot of just pick up the phone, like send an email, pick up the phone, like, Hey, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm London Laz. Let's roll. Yeah. And I'd say one out of a hundred of those even gets a convo or a- you know what dude you know that's wild bro you were talking about smoke and mirrors and you were and i and i assume you were talking about other creators but let me but have you seen that with like businesses like that you right. go into that you're like they want to do brand deals and you're like man i love that like Every in my business. head this is a really this is a really established brand but then every business because they're just people <laughs> like when i showed yeah. up to do the disney's biggest campaign of the year there was some Did- there, there were some plot yeah. holes Right, yeah. They're You're just like, people this- working their job. Like it's not going to be perfect, but yeah. Disney Disney's a blast to work with. I have nothing bad to say about them. I'm actually doing another, do deal, another deal with them. I actually got the email this morning. Holy crap, oh, this dope. freaking fly. I don't know how that got in here. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah. Dude. That's crazy, bro. But that, I mean, that's interesting because like, Here's there's so many misconceptions. Maybe this is what maybe your next YouTube video, bro. Break down yeah. some of the misconceptions of being a content creator because like That's I would have never thought 
I, I would have never thought that you had to source most of your own brand deals. You mm-hmm. you mentioned this in a post too. You said um, you don't really sell or you or you stay away from. Now I'm gonna get I'm gonna mess, butcher you're this good. quote, but you're you'll correct good. me. You'll say you said like you try to stay away from deals that that uh, where the where the KPIs are like views and stuff like that, or they're like average engagement. Like how do you so so what is a good like how do you structure that type of deal? Yeah, I, I try to stay away from. Um, hyper uh, well in on a general sense hyper specific kpis oh yeah like like vanity metrics like views and stuff like that well no i again those are those are the easy ones you want those ones okay. as a content creator because that's easy to get it's hard it's hard to move the needle in terms of sales or app downloads or email signups right that's hard for a content creator you want the okay. views but yeah i try to stay away from or i i just try to move the needle for brands, I guess is the better way to put it. And if moving okay. the needle for the brand is getting a million views, I'll, I'll do everything I can to do that. If it's to get 10,000 emails, I'll do everything I can to do that. But don't be so beholden to one type of KPI. Don't be mm. that influencer that only knows how to get views. Don't be the influencer that only knows how to get email signups. Don't be the only influencer that, because every, every brand has their own KPIs and you need to be able yeah. to present a case study per each KPI that brands talk about. So yeah. for me, a brand goes, oh yeah, we want to do an email sign up because that's where we convert all of our sales is email campaigns. I go, perfect. Here's one I gathered 31,000 emails for. And then another brand's like, oh, we want to do app installs. Here's one that I had, you know, 1200 app installs or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. That's crazy. Because like, again, just more misconceptions. Like you would think that like, like I know that I know some of my, like early stage, like creator friends who are like, you know, they just think brands, first of all, they think brands flock to them. They're like, I must not be doing something right. Cause brands, brands don't notice me. <laughs> yeah. I, and I told my, one of my friends, I was like, bro, nobody knows anybody. Like I worked yeah. for one of the biggest SaaS companies in, in the country and nobody knew. And we were cold calling and nobody knew who we were dog. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, people just don't know who you are and that's, and that's fine. And then yeah. the, and then we, you know, you mentioned that, you know, like, uh, but that's also a, a great point to talk about. Like, knowing how to sell, like somebody's going to care about email signups. Somebody's going to care about views. Somebody's going to care about app, whatever. Um, and you got to approach that differently. Now does, now does somebody wanting an app sign up versus an email versus a view? Does that change the kind of content that you make? Yeah, totally. I mean, maybe not, maybe not the actual video itself, but the way we think about the video definitely, definitely will change depending on their KPIs. Like, if you're an influencer or a wannabe influencer listening to this, next time you get on the phone with a brand, first out of the gates, ask them what their KPIs and their goals are. Yeah. And and then ask right after that, has any other influencer ever asked you that? They will say no. Yeah, I've absolutely. never met an influencer that even knows what KPI stands for, key performance indicators. There's no influencers <laughs> that know what that means. Dude, what? This is crazy, man, because you know what's so funny is like, I used to, so like I have a sales training company, like I, I do this with a lot of people and you know, I mainly work with, with business owners and people like that. And, and I get a lot of pushback, like mm-hmm. they'll be like, ah, you know, well, this doesn't work or like you're crazy here. But it's funny that like you really do when you become a creator, like, like you're saying, you, you got to sell it. And I love the fact that you source most of your own deals. That's badass, bro. All, like, bro all, all through what you're talking about. Last, uh, last December, I did about 180 K from LinkedIn calls. Shit, dude. Like find, like finding them, like DMing them and then getting yeah. their phone number and picking up the, and dialing. Yeah. 
Yep. Shit. Well, do you have a sales background or is it? Uh, I did summer sales for one year. Okay, summer sales for one year. But like what? But like okay. But like you're that you're different though because like summer sales for one year doesn't teach you to like hey maybe I should pick up the phone. No, you know what I mean. Well, what, okay. Where did you pick that up? The hustle. Where did I pick up the yeah, hustle? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like not many bit. Like I'm being genuine. Like not many yeah. people I talk to in our age bracket doing what we're doing would think to pick up the phone. So yeah, yeah. I'm um, just curious. The 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 hustle came from is it, I always. You know, I always said, if I want to be at the top of my industry, I got to do what nobody else in that industry is willing to do. There's no other influencers. Most influencers just get a manager and then their manager is not even a good salesperson. So it's like, I I knew I got, I knew I had to learn sales. And more importantly, I knew I had to learn marketing before I could be a good influencer. And so the creative direction job was a huge blessing of mine that I got to experience all of the heartache of being a creative director. And then obviously doing sales was 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 just huge but the hustle came because i am so i'm so keen on i don't even know how to put this man i'm just so keen on doing more than anybody i know mm-hmm. so like if one of my this is just how effed up my <laughs> mind is if one of my friends says hey i've been waking up at 5 30 every day for like the last six months yeah I'll be like, you bet your ass I'm waking up at five for the next five years. <laughs> That's how I am. You just got to do it, bro. Nobody does. Like for me, yeah. nobody, nobody can beat me in any facet of life. That's what I strive for. And if I fall short, I might be better as a person. <laughs> Great. But yeah. yeah, it's almost I, like an asshole thing to say, but it's like, I just want to be better than you. <laughs> well, but it's like, the, that's what drives some people is like, I've yeah. got to be, the best because that you know that's a skill though like that's a transferable skill like nobody can take away your knowledge about how to create content if you have a phone and internet access you're going to be successful period yeah. end of story yeah. and that's like that's not that's not cocky or selfish like that's empowering man that's like, that's why i love sales is because like listen if i had to restart today i don't restart from zero i restart with all oh. this shit i got in my yeah. head dog you yeah. know what i'm saying oh yeah exactly now sales the funny thing is like sales isn't it sales isn't an industry every yeah. industry is sales <laughs> that's so true man. you know what i mean it's, it's like accurate, dude. how did you be- learn how to like talk on the phone like how did you learn how to cold call oh i actually i'm actually very adverse to taking cold call to, to taking pitch i'm adverse to taking what's the word um recited lines like sure 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 yeah. i i steer away from that I literally hop on the phone and blast a beam of energy that that person has never felt through the phone. And then the rest of the sale is easy. Of course. That's your, that's it. Like most people. Hey, this is, hey, hey, this is Dan. Hey, Dan, just following up on our uh, LinkedIn message. Hey, man. Sounds like. No, it's Dan. What the fuck is up, dude? What are you doing today? And Dan's like, holy shit. Uh, I don't know. I'm going golfing. What do you, you're probably not even good at golfing, Dan. Why do you even keep trying? Is it a business thing? Is it a business thing? Okay, great. Like, yeah, be out. Like for me, it's just, okay. Now again, that mindset did not work on the doors. 
Well, you know what's funny though? This is what I teach people in sales because I don't teach a lot of like pre-rehearsed lines either. But like one of the big things I teach is is like, dude, you have to be yourself. Like people yeah. buy who you are, exactly. and like what works for me is not going to work for you. Right? You've got to find. You got to fit it in your voice. Because yeah, man. Like when I was when I was when I would close deals and 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 I still do sometimes today. Like if I know the person, I'll be like. They'll be like, they'll give me some objection. I'll be like, shut the hell up. You know you're going to sign this, man. Let's just get it done. And like, people are like, you don't actually say that to people. That's extremely rude. And I go, not when I say it with a smile on my face and they know who I am, dog. Then it's funny. And then they go, yeah, you're right, Dalton. Dude. (laughs) And I do do the same to you, man. It's so good. Like, here's a key. Here's a key to sales in my opinion. All right, let's go. It's just learn to say anything in pure confidence and don't back down. So. Boom. I've got a, I've got a great story for this. So right. my my sales manager didn't really like that I was into that kind of mindset, like to say <laughs> things. And if you say it with confidence, it could work out. So I so I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show up to a lady's house that has a pool. I'm going to tell her I'm the pool boy she ordered, and she's going to show <laughs> me around the pool. So one, I have to get lucky and hope that this lady ordered a pool boy. So. <laughs> I'm walking around this corner and I see the backyard. You know, I, I'm walking towards the backyard. I see that they had a pool. Go to the front door. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> I just wanted to prove him wrong. I didn't want to sail. I wanted to prove this guy wrong. Yeah. I go, hey, I'm your pool boy. And I don't budge. I, you say what you're going to say and you don't you shut budge. Shut the hell out, dude. <laughs> and she goes, and I had like my company tag right here and it was called Rise. And she's like, Rise. She's like, I, my husband said, so. yeah, I think my husband did it. Come on in. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm in this woman's house. And she's like, the pool is out here. She shows me around the pool. And I go, I am so sorry. This is going to sound bad. I'm a pest control salesman. And that was a complete joke. Do you need any pest control? <laughs> she kind of laughed about it. Probably thought I was a weirdo, but that, that proved my point. Say yeah. what you believe, and if you're confident enough in it, people will buy it. Also, <laughs> people get so scared. London, how much do you charge? And then you say the price, and then you start talking mm. over it. Say mm. the price and stop. Yeah, shut up. How, yeah, how much do you charge? 50 grand. Boom. You don't need to explain yourself yet. Hell no. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely yeah no that's my yeah that's uh that's like one of the first <laughs> one of the first lessons it's like how do you close you know how to close shut the hell up that's how you close <laughs> yeah you don't talk <laughs> stop talking it's like talking. T- t- yeah talk less man <laughs> holy cow dude well this has been one of the most fun conversations i've had in a long time london i really appreciate you brother so tell i mean if they're listening to this they probably know who you are but tell them anyway how do they you got yeah. a course on tiktok you got <laughs> yeah uh, you you got TikTok, you got YouTube. Tell everybody where to, where to find you, brother. Yeah, it's just London Laz on London Laz on everything. Um, be on the lookout for my YouTube videos. I just hiked Mount Timpanogos with a full desk setup and got the world's highest elevated Fortnite win. So oh. that one comes out um, Friday the Friday the ninth, Friday the second, Friday Dope. the second. So. Be on the look, lookout for that, but uh, feel free to reach out to me via DMs on Instagram. I'm always open to chatting uh, to like-minded humans. <laughs> you know, if you say something stupid, you're going to get shit on, but uh, <laughs> That'd let's be go. Great. 
All right, dude. Well, hey, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks, Dalton.